I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Welcome to Counseling On Demand. Here's your own private therapist. Anywhere, anytime, Fred Riley. What is up, everybody? Welcome to Counseling On Demand. Today, we're going to be talking about uh, families. We're going to be talking about values. And uh, we're going to be talking about uh, how that looks in kind of the world perspective. And, and you know, I'm as uh, you are aware, we're all aware that... Uh, as time goes on, uh, there's a lot of reference to families and ideas of things that go well, right? You look at Instagram, those types of things, and, and there's this image of everything going well, everybody on vacation, so on and so forth. And certainly in the work that I do and those of you that are listening, we certainly know that uh, the ideal family, ideal things, um, those are things we try to achieve and strive for, but it doesn't mean that uh, that's exactly what happens. And so I was reading an article that, about family and about uh, values and, and uh, in terms of, uh, you know, the order of things, uh, priorities and so forth. And as I read this article, I thought, you know what, this is a good article that uh, can remind us of, of priorities and uh, the reality that, uh, you know, not all families um, we want to keep in mind that all, not all families have this experience, but this is a gal that uh, has chosen to put family um, as a treasure above anything else. And it's a great story. It comes out of Hollywood. And in Hollywood, it's usually, unfortunately, quite the opposite where family kind of takes is uh, to the curbside. So think about your family. And, and that's a tough one. As I think about my family, mm, okay, you know what? I, I pay them enough to leave me alone. But as I think about my clients, you know, obviously a big part of my clientele, the family, um, you know, dynamics and so forth are really, really tough. They're really, um, they're not as uh, structured, they're not as sound. And so uh, as we talk about this, like I said, we're not looking for the ideal. But what we're looking at is, okay, uh, you as a person, as a mom, uh, a wife, a husband, a father, a son, whoever's listening to this, um, what can I do um, to help feed that structure, help uh, move more towards that look of family that I want. If you're a teenager, um, young adult that's looking to, that isn't in a family, what am I going to do differently uh, to have the kind of family that I wish I could have had? So the idea is we're not going to talk and be in the doldrums about how awful families are. We're going to be realistic and say, okay, the ideal family um, really isn't out there. As a matter of fact, this person I'm going to talk about is from Everybody Loves Raymond, and that show does a really good job of illustrating uh, some of the dynamics and stuff that really go on 
day to day. But this uh, this star from this show, uh, she does a great job of talking about how her priority was uh, quite the opposite than when the than what the show. Uh, portrayed. So that's that's something to look at. So think about your family. Think about the things that maybe you can do to uh, make a difference in your priorities and how families work. So this gal that we're talking about is Patricia. She uh, played the wife of Raymond. And of course, you know that family, right? They were they're pretty disorganized. And uh, I tell you what, I got a lot of entertainment out of them, especially as a psychologist, right? It's uh, amazing how well they did a good job of showing those dynamics. My favorite episode is the uh, briefcase that's left out for three weeks because they're both testing each other to see if they're annoyed by the cheese or something like that. So pretty interesting stuff. Anyways, Patricia, and let me, let me double check uh, on her. Oh, yeah, Patricia Heaton. So Patricia Heaton, um, I'm going to quote something that she uh, shared recently. And, and uh, think about this in, in terms of um, her perspective, and maybe let's take a look for ourselves and and how we might adopt that perspective a little bit. So uh, in a recent, um, she did a, she was involved in a, in a local event in the Salt Lake City area. And uh, in part of her pre- presentation, she shared this. She said, in Hollywood, your fortunes come and go, and you're only as good as your last award or last picture. And when that's over, there's 10,000 people trying to take your place. You know, I, as I was reading that, I think about uh, the work that I do. I think about, and there's more, but I think about, you know, all the pressures, you know, even podcasting or different things like that. I love to do it. But I start to get this idea that, hey, as a therapist, as not maybe, hopefully not as a husband, right? But there may be somebody there to take our place. There's There's that pressure. And what she's saying is, you know, what we see as rewarding, what we look to as we watch these celebrities and so forth, she says it's very, you know, it kind of goes right through your hands. At any given time, you do well, but the next time you need, you need to do better, so on and so forth. So let's go on. Uh, she talks about um, there's tens of thousands of people trying to take your place. She said to uh, over 22,000 attendees at this conference is what she was saying. New flavor that comes along when you're not in it. I mean, it's hard and there's a lot of rejection. But when you know you have these four little guys at home, they they become the most important thing and they become the reason why you do a lot of what you do. Okay, so what she's talking about is where does she place her value? Where does she find that feedback, that connection that she needs. There's, uh, and, and that's something to think about. There's an individual, and I don't know if he's actually announced this yet uh, officially, but there's an individual in the entertainment um, industry, and he is just, uh, he's on fire. He, he has, uh, uh, he can book anywhere that he wants to, so on and so forth. But uh, somewhere, and again, I don't know how, how uh, well this has been announced, but uh, he's determined that he is no longer going to, uh, do concerts and shows and so forth. And what he talked about is that uh, if the value that he's looking for was at home, but he became so consumed by the value of how many ticket sales for each uh, for each uh, concert and so forth went, how well he was doing on Pinterest and not Pinterest, Instagram, those types of things. And so what she's saying, and that's what we want to think about, right? We think a lot about money. I know I do. We think a lot about those things that uh, that uh, help us feel important and so on and so forth. She's saying those things are very fleeting. She's saying, let's not have that be, you know, all the glamour and so forth that goes with it. It's very fleeting. There's a lot of pressure. There's a lot of stress. Um, You're never really settled. And she said the place that she finds that she's settled 
and it actually was what helped carry her through Everybody Loves Raymond. She said at any given time she was making a child, having a child, or raising a child uh, offset. Okay, so what are those things that you go back to where you have that innate value, you that you have that consistency, and where are those places you go to where you really have that influence that's going to last longer than the ratings, the reviews, whether it's at work or whether it's with a group of friends. So take a moment to think about, okay, where is my focus? What are those things that I'm focusing on and how fleeting are they? And what can I do differently? Where are those things that I can con- connect back into uh, family-wise? And of course, here she's, she's talking about these four people, and those are her four sons, that she found to be the most important place to return to for feedback, for ratings, if you will, for appreciation. Regardless of what she went through, up and down, being hired, rejected, or whatever, okay, she found a place of consistency. So we're going to talk about looking for places of consistency in just a minute. We'll be back. We'll talk a little bit more about that to evaluate where you're at and things, places you can find to be, feel approved and accepted. Welcome back to Counseling on Demand. We are talking about, uh, we're talking about celebrities, we're talking about family values, we're talking about looking at those things that matter most. I tell you what, there's a lot to be uh, spoken of here in terms of um, psychology, in terms of neuropsych and and how the brain works, so on and so forth. But uh, Ms. Heaton, uh, Patricia Heaton, put it really easy, really well in a non-scientific way, which is, you know what, her reward, the best reward is not that one that comes quick and rises and falls. Um, it's that one that's lasting. It's that one that you that you build in, in terms of relationship with somebody, this being her kids. It's the most rewarding. It's the most consistent over time. And ultimately, it's going to be that thing that you're going to look back and say, hey, I wish that that's a place where I did better as opposed to any movie or whatever or thing you've done in the business you know you those are good those feel good those are awards those types of things they feel good we're not talking about not doing those but the idea is innately there's a part of us that knows that this idea of contributing and uh, being there of value as a father as a mother those types of roles um, there's something inside of us that uh, at some point is going to go back to that as a matter of fact I've worked uh, not with a whole lot but I've worked with a few people that, you know towards the end of life uh, psychologically, our mind, uh, we kind of go into this review of uh, of our lifespan. And the review we do is this idea called legacy versus despair. Legacy, the idea of what legacy have I left behind. And I've worked with individuals that uh, they come into me in their late 80s, and they're in a, in a place of despair. The idea is, as they look back at all they've done, and I've seen this several times, okay, they feel despair. Why? financially, so on and so forth. As a matter of fact, I have worked with an individual. He's just recently passed away, uh, worked with Marilyn Monroe, and uh, worked behind the set on a lot of things. And he was extremely wealthy, had several businesses. But just like she's saying, he ultimately, at the end of his life, he said, my hands are empty. I don't have my sons. I lost a son completely. My sons are coming back. But that's because they have to, not because they want to. So he's in this place where he had nothing but time to think about, did he leave a legacy behind? 
or the despair. And so he would come into me week after week, kind of like this gal is saying, week after week, just reviewing all the poor choices that he made, um, really having a hard time seeing what value he left behind. And he was able to review a lot of things. This guy did a lot of amazing things in terms of working with NASA and industry and so on and so forth. Um, But uh, this individual and some others I've worked with, they are, we can learn from them and come back and say, okay, what really matters most no matter how many movies you've done or no matter uh, how many reviews you have, how impressed people are, no matter how much you've invented, so on and so forth. At the end of the day, the mind goes back and what it's looking for as your as your days, unfortunately, are coming to an end is that happiness, that peace comes down to what legacy have I left and if I haven't, uh, we have this feeling of despair. And you can identify with that, right? Those of you that are uh, adults and uh, you have uh, parents that are kind of winding down in their years, or uh, as a child, you might remember talking to somebody that uh, a senior, grandma, grandpa, or so forth, their mind is just perseverating on uh, telling stories that uh, help them feel like they've left a legacy, or they're reviewing a lot about what they wish they could have done different. So uh, Patricia Heaton, she's got, uh, you know, a good message for us, which is, you know, I'm this gal from Hollywood. Um, Those things are tough. They're rewarding at times that anytime somebody can come take your place. But I tell you what, if you choose to parent, if you choose to father, you choose to be a brother or sister, um, there's nobody better there to take your place. Um, you don't. Uh, other people will take the, take that place if you don't. But you're not going to get fired, especially if you take on that role. That's a role that Patricia uh, is telling us that she took on the role as mother, and as such, um, she wasn't subject to editors and to fans and so forth. She was subject to those that she mothered. So take a look at yourself. Take a look at that place where, hey, you know what? Um, there's a role for me, whether it's through the universe or God or whatever. If I can play that role and get better at it, I don't have to risk uh, down the road reviewing and wondering why I wasn't a good mom, so on and so forth. The idea is the ratings will be there. You'll get that feedback from the people that matter the most, and they won't need another mom. They won't need another dad because they have it in you. And, you know, on a personal note, just really quick, you know, my daughters, I love them to death. I uh, I joke that uh, sometimes I joke that they're adopted, and uh, I joke that I found them on eBay and different things like that just to have a little bit of fun. But uh, I tell you what, uh, we love we love their birth parents. We absolutely love them. Uh, at the same time, um, I tell you what, uh, we auditioned as parents, uh, and uh, we've earned it, and that's something that's more important to me than, than anything else that, that I can do. And if we weren't going to be a mother or father, somebody else would. But uh, go out and do a good job wherever it's at. Focus on the things that matter the most. Obviously, you want sustainability. But uh, look for those places where down the road you're going to want to have those fans for life as opposed to those quick uh, uh, instances where you have approval. Think about that. Uh, think about people in your life that maybe you want to uh, work closer with and have better memories with. So down the road, as you think about legacy versus despair, you're going to find yourself in a good, more pleasant place. I am Fred Riley. Hey, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Feel free to find me online at gettingbacktolife.com. And please, as always, remember, you get to choose who's in your life.